0: podcast is not an offer, solicitation or recommendation of any services or products and any listener should seek independent advice before making any investment decision. The value of investments and the income from them may go down as well as up and investors may not get back the amounts originally invested. Past performance is not a guide to future performance. Hello Rory, welcome back. Uh, we're, We're bringing a wave of positivity today, aren't we? I know, Fred. Since our um, our last podcast, uh,
1: the War Puzzle, which is on the eve of um, the uh, the war between the Ukraine and, and Russia, um, it's, it, it's it, you know, the world's taking a turn for the worse, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Well, and I mean, uh, the podcast has gone from sausage rolls. To, uh, to tanks and nuclear warheads. Well, yes. Exactly. It's a, a reflection exactly. of the world
1: around us. It's especially a reflection of the world around us. But um, today's um, pod is going to be on defense stocks and, and the ESG question, Fred, am I right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. Uh, but uh, in 1st like I'd like to say you know, congratulations on our two year anniversary of lockdown, lockdown one.
1: Two year anniversary, yeah. just
0: gone through that.
1: When is, when is our two anniversary of the pod?
0: Um, That's a bit of a way off. That's a bit of a way off. But, you if, know, if we get if we get there, pods still going. Is your Saturday starter still going? Uh, no, no, I never actually got into
1: that. Fred, never, <laughs> there, was, there was never <laughs> enough
0: flour in um, in South London for any of that. Yeah, so, so we we had a chat last week uh, with the historian, critical commentator, uh, general um, grump, uh, Niall Ferguson. Yes. Uh, who has written many topics on modern history and politics and it's fair to say he was pretty doom and gloom about the world
1: He is he is the bear in bearishness
0: isn't Yeah, he? yeah, and actually the person comparing uh, described him as Scotland's second greatest export after whiskey, which I, w- I would put that as quite a long shout
1: No, it's definitely Iron Bruin and um, Chris Patterson above them so. <laughs>
0: Very reliable from 25 meters. Uh, yeah. And uh, so to, to, to summarize uh, Noel Ferguson's argument, he said that we're in World War II here. Um, Cold which, War II. Cold War, sorry, not World War II. God, please, no. Um, yeah, Cold War II. He said that uh, Putin and Xi are united in their mistrust of the US uh, and, and their sort of mutual authoritarian, or they'd call it communist uh, regimes uh and and uh that that it's it's going to be a pretty gloomy decade ahead but this is a we're going to try and be positive here so let's let's, let's yeah we're let's, not here for that we're not here for let's more not commentary get into on
1: the ukrainian invasion by by russia yeah and, and we're here to talk about you know the, the topic of esg and and defense stocks and a, and a sector which is the defense sector has kind of largely been ignored for the
0: past kind of 10 years we'll say, so, hasn't it? Yeah. I, I mean it's it's been the easiest thing in the world to, to, to ignore uh defense businesses. Uh ESG um investment uh, has has really put, put the brakes on money going in here. So it's 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 been a sector that, that people have looked at as weapons businesses rather than defense businesses. If 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 you see my, my, my gist there. So they've very much seen these as Businesses that make things that that hurt people, hmm. rather than businesses that that are actually in investing to uh, defend on, people. To, yeah, to, to yeah. defend people exactly. And and yeah, you know, on on top of that, you know, it, it has been a sector where investment returns over the last decade have have been pretty unexciting. Uh, it's heavily politicized. That there have been a couple of uh, shady deals going on there.
1: Some shady, shaky deals. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's just been something that that, that many investors uh, have just said uh, no thanks to. You. And um, and uh, with eighty percent of funds now uh, claim to have some kind of ESG override or some some kind of screening, de- defense stocks just just uh, haven't haven't got through that.
1: I I think it's very important to 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 discuss, you know, with our listeners. What um you know how we define defense in the ESGs. Say, for example, a company like Smith and Wesson, which make um you know handguns in America to be sold in you know your local gun store, Mm. is very different to a business like BAE, which operates kind of fighter jets or submarines or much more kind of large-scale defensive products rather than a company which is very much you know used you know for offensive purposes. And I think at church house, that's what we're screening out against is those sorts of defense businesses but where where there's much more emphasis on the offensive side of things you know rather than actually on the
0: defensive side of yeah. things yeah and, and just speaking from experience at uh, a previous business which shall remain nameless where i worked uh we invested in a business that made uh, uh among other things uh the uh refueling kit for if you're refueling a fighter jet in midair have you you seen that yeah Um, Uh yeah and and the uh custodian uh of of that fund immediately wrote to us saying what are you doing investing in uh you know in a weapons business uh, and uh, yeah, obviously, we, we went back saying yeah, it's re- refueling fighter jets. So it's you know that's 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 different from from no, exactly. Western, Western, as as you say. But but that's that's the kind of thing where it's it's been the, the easy thing to do is just not to invest in them. And actually. Uh, there's been very little evidence of anybody actually being brave and, and sticking their, their 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 head up and saying well actually there's an argument there's an esG argument for some of these defense businesses is that what we're going to be doing now well I'm hoping you're I'm hoping you're on with it well you, uh, have you got
1: have you got something for us well I think the important thing to, to you know is, is the world order has changed now you know Putin has reminded us that we cannot take national security for granted and but there's a very fine line between, you know, the NATO and, and Western European Union or Western Bloc helping Ukraine with defensive means rather than offensively means Hence, you know, the inability of us to close the skies, but the ability of us to provide them with, you know, surface-to-air handheld missiles or, you know, to,
0: to defend their, their country. Mm. Yeah, and, and we've, we've, we've been chatting with... Uh... Uh, a few people with with a military background who uh, who shall remain nameless make, makes them sound very mysterious.
1: Well, we actually uh, saw them and
0: they had a blacked out um, thing over their face.
1: Yeah, 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 you couldn't
0: understand their voice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but talk, talking about how uh, it, it's a whole procurement the procurement cycle and and how it's it's not just a case. Of saying right we're going to buy more trucks more tanks uh and we're, we're going to throw money at the problem it's something just as with any other business you've got to invest that, uh, in for a long period of time so so you, you you can actually build your technology uh and then there's the human side you know, there are soldiers who actually need to be trained in how to use this stuff yeah you, you, you can't just suddenly say we're throwing money towards Ukraine. It's uh, and it doesn't appear tomorrow. But, you know, yeah.
1: procurement is, is is a big element of, of investing in, in defense stocks. So, for example, a business like BAE Systems, which is probably the kind of a, the, the 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 beacon of, of UK defense sector. You know, they 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 in 2015 were undertaken by the government to develop, to develop the kind of sixth general fifth or sixth generation new fighter jets, which is going to be called the Tempest. Well, I always want to know who comes up with those names. Great name. Yeah, it must be a department in the government which kind of comes up with the yeah. names of those. Anyway, yeah. um, that you know was announced in 2015. You know, but the the, the actual jet won't come into, into service until 2035. Delivery delivery in 2035. Crikey. So it's probably not going to come into service for another two or three years. They so, you know the procurement cycles are incredibly long, and this you know, you've seen the same with the replacement for the Vanguard submarines, which carry the U, UK's um, Trident deterrent. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's almost a 20 to 30 year lead-in. So, you know, when you're investing in these businesses, you are really, you know, looking into the long term, which actually sits hand in hand with how, you know, at Church House we we invest.
0: Yeah, and 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 just from these businesses' points of view, uh, it's it's w- w- one of the really tricky things from f- for them is if you're uh, investing in a 25 year weapons program, but your biggest customer, who is uh, the government, changes every five years yeah Uh, and 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 who knows you know in in comes one one business or one business one government and and they say that they're they're going to invest in these systems and then the next one comes in and they say no we're slashing the defense budget it's uh, it's it's massively wasteful
1: yeah it's it is a very it is a very politically manipulated sector really isn't it yeah but you know as we've seen with what's happening in the world nowadays and um, and NATO spending back on the back on the radar. You know we are probably going to be seeing more investment in this sector, aren't we? Yeah. Well, well.
0: While you're on that, uh, I've got a, got a bit of a quiz for you okay. on uh, on government spending. Yeah. Um, so, uh, as you know, th- with there's there's the. Uh, NATO defence spending guidance pledge, uh, whatever you want to call it, that that members should should spend 2% of GDP on greater than 2%. Yeah, greater than 2% At on, least. on GDP per annum. Uh, for a bit of context, so the, the UK currently spends around about 2% of GDP on defence each year. So that's uh gonna be about 45 billion this year. Uh, or, uh, and the, the the point here is that that has actually been in steady decline uh, over many many years. So in in the mid '50s, uh, we spent about eight percent of GDP on defence. In the '80s, that was four percent, ninety three percent, two percent today.
1: Well, about two point two, right?
0: Two point two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if 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 you look at, you know, it's it, it's not that necessarily that that money has been going to bad places. Yeah. It it are spending on the health. Service has, has pretty much gone gone inversely. So we're spending seven percent of um, uh, of GDP on, on on the NHS each year, probably more. So that was pre pandemic. Seven so percent, and than that. growing yeah, rapidly. And, yeah, and growing rapidly. So that's that's the UK context. But looking across uh, NATO, not many countries are actually good at sticking to that 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 two percent promise. So. You probably, probably won't get this, so estimated for 2021, uh, which country uh, do you think is expected to spend their highest proportion of GDP on defence? Highest proportion? Yeah. Um, so what I
1: do know, um, I, I'm very interested in, 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 in the macro political defence sector, and I think it's Greece. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's almost like you looked at it. No, I, I, I honestly yeah.
1: have I got it here. In front of me? That's hey, very good. It is Greece, isn't it? Oh, I'm impressed. I know that Greece are, 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 are kind of in the in the kind of realm of
0: three and a half percent. 3.8%. 3.8%, yeah. Um that's very good. Uh so we got Greece, the, the USA. Yeah. Um if we kind of part them, because obviously percentage-wise at 3.5, but in terms of dollars, they're they're way <laughs> right. out there. Yeah, it's a good 3.5. Um then i mean you're on a roll do you want and to- then
1: i think we've got we've got and um, the uk is up there we've got the baltic states and we? we've got we've got a latvia yeah lithuania these are all countries above two percent i'm going to go yeah for, okay yeah this is very latvia good. lithuania france is literally just on the cusp of above two percent yeah um is a country um estonia
0: yeah. So yeah. To, to, to try and summarise it, because yeah. you're doing too well here. Okay. Um, Thank you, Fred. Yeah. Essentially, uh, any business in Eastern or any business, I keep doing that. Any country in Eastern Europe that is neighbouring or near to neighbouring Russia <laughs> uh, spends uh, over two percent or around two percent. France uh, of the you know of 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 the uh, larger European Central European economies. Uh, doing well at, at at 2%. uh but that tails off very sharply yeah you know, if, if you look at spain they 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 spend 1% uh italy 1.4 uh luxembourg they talking about luxembourg luxembourg yeah 0.57% yeah of, of, of gdp so it yeah i, I mean it's fair to say uh, that that unless uh you're america uh uk or bordering russia you've You've not been spending that that promised two percent.
1: So are we are you saying, Fred, that that, that,
0: that Donald Trump had a point? Um, I, I I will not um, confirm or deny. Uh, <laughs> that was his. Any that, Trump. Was,
1: that was a big thorn in his side, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. About
1: yeah. about about defense spend. But you know, I think you know with what we've seen over the last course of the last four or five weeks, or say, so, if not even further back, that we will see an increase in in, in defense spending. But, you know, where is, where is this defence spending going to go? And in, the, in the UK Integrated Review, Defence Review, which, which happened last year, or 2020, I can't remember now, and the, 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 the mentions of Russia was actually de minimis, and all eyes were on the Far East, and China, um, the war in space, you know, cyber warfare. Mm. But actually, you know, what we're seeing now is actually you do need to have boots on the ground and armour to back it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, to to jump off the fence back back with Trump, uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I would have thought uh, going into midterms and and then the the the, the next electoral cycle, you know, it's it's not going to be healthcare. Uh, I mean, obviously, healthcare is is going to be a big question. But right now, you would think defense spending would be defense is going to be
1: far bigger than it
0: ever has been. Yeah, in Um, in in, in terms of votes and popular opinion, as much as anything else.
1: And we'll see that the French presidential election coming up this year, yeah, as well with Macron being the kind of statesman-like leader he's trying to be. Um, we'll see, um, you know his 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 kind of defense rhetoric be kind of analyzed and and, and scrutinized. Um, but you know, as, aside from the, the kind of the boots on the ground, I think, and and so, on, where do you think we need to see kind of the spending to go? Because it's not all just about it's not all going to be, you know, supplying you know soldiers and tanks and anti-aircraft missiles to the to the, the, the east east yeah, of europe
0: yeah well well, well i mean it's much more nuanced yeah that. people people that we've been discussing this with uh have been arg- arguing the case for for communications and and, and signals which uh, you know you, you you can argue has always been absolutely central to 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 warfare you know it's, it's 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 not just about having the kit it's 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 how you use it and 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 how an army uh or a military force uh interacts and I, I, I mean I, I feel that putin knows that that russia uh has a is at a technological disadvantage but he's been very clever at fighting dirty on on on, on that side of things whether it's uh interfering in 2016 u.s elections brexit votes um seemingly armies of uh or private hackers yeah uh you know he's 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 been very effective there and and I, I mean you could argue that particularly in the uk we've been we've been re- reactive r- r- rather than actually yeah. being proactive in, in this cyber war
1: yeah so that's the, that's the question now is uh, after 30 40 years of defensive amb- ambivalence you know are we will we be seeing a more proactive move by governments nations in, in defense spending? i think the answer is Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So,
1: so you know, what are the what are the kind of defense stocks to be, you know, that that are on the radar?
0: Yeah. Well, um, one one of the businesses that that, that you you've just discussed, which I, I think is is quite a nice um, uh, individual stock example of why why it's a particularly tough sector, uh, is is BAE Systems, which which anyone anyway, that is interesting definitely uh, definitely have a look at their website because if nothing else, there's you know some pretty cool videos on there of. Uh, of uh, aircraft carriers, jets, uh, submarines, submarines. They do everything, really, don't
1: they? Yeah. They're the the beacon of of UK and almost probably European defence. Yeah. Out of the top 15 defence businesses in the world, the top five are all US, uh, and then there's a Chinese business, and then number seven is BAE.
0: Yeah, Uh, so, so I mean, if if, uh, the MOD is uh tendering for a new submarine uh you know new class of frigates typhoon fighters etc etc bae is almost always going to be on that uh on that ticket on that roster yeah Yeah. uh and you know these are huge multi-year contracts so if you can get on them and 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 deliver effectively on them that i mean mean, that's wonderful from from uh, an investment perspective because the visibility you've got on that is 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 fantastic yeah well as
1: we're saying 20 years
0: yeah yeah but if, if if you if you look at the other side of that it's it's also pretty risky stuff it's in, in many cases it's yeah it's an awful uh awful jay this but like you literally do need to be a rocket scientist to to deliver it and and if you're trying to build something as complicated as a uh, missile defense system there's so many things that can go wrong in that yeah and 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 you're you're only going to get paid if you meet these, these these certain targets so uh that's that that's one of the risks but i, I mean that's before you get into uh i, I mean bae systems just using them you know they've they've not covered themselves in glory in terms of um their behavior necessarily no
1: well you know who are the um, the, the the biggest defensive Exporters in the world, uh, the UK, uh, sorry, of the, of the USA, Russia and China and the biggest importers in the world, Saudi Arabia. Mm. Um, and then you've got India and Australia. But you know, it's Saudi Arabia, which is, opens up
0: a real kind of can of worms um, ethically, doesn't it really? Yeah, I, I mean, um, in, in, in 2010, you know, Missy, this is this, this, this a while ago now, but BAE had to pay uh, $400 million to, to the US um for false accounting and, and what the legal say were misleading statements which, which is all around the, the sale of um a, a large fighter jet contract with saudi arabia and I, I, it's it, it's it's the most enormous document and uh, you know very hard to actually get 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 to the bottom of it but there's the historically there's definitely been scope for um backhanders um, and, and you know, tricky deals there. So well, it's, it is, it, it, it's inherently quite an opaque and, world. You know,
1: and the UK has only just paid a £400 million pound debt to, you know, outstanding 40-year debt to Iran on the on the release of Nazanin zahari Ratcliffe. you know, and that was on a, a contract to supply them with Challenger tanks. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it, 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 they are incredibly tricky and not easy at all contracts, you know,
0: morally and, 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 and ethically to... To deal to deal with mm. so um in terms of trying to trying to wrap this up rory you know come come to some kind of conclusion we you know we we've, we've opened quite a can of worms here. What, what 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 are your thoughts on uh the defense sector and 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 ha- how we fall ethically uh on it
1: well it'd be, it'd be really interesting to hear the to, to hear the views of our of our listeners and, and thanks so much everyone for for your um Points of view and emails we got on the last podcast on the, on the war puzzle, and so be interested to hear your thoughts on on the defence sector. But you know, for what it's worth, um, you and I as quality growth managers don't own any defence stocks because they don't really tick you know what we would see as as being a, a, a you know a quality you know, a, a kind of growth business. You know, we own businesses like Diploma, which do um,
0: ejector seats, yeah, and GKN, which have helicopter blades. So it's so businesses that sell into the defense sector, but they're they're not specifically defense companies. Yeah, exactly.
1: But then, in a, on on the income side, of Church has for in the income fund. Um, you know, BAE is is, is a holding.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, it, it's 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 a sector which just go, going back to your your quality um growth point. Uh, one one of the things that that, that we look at is uh, ideally a business doesn't have too much customer concentration. So so yeah an, an ideal business would have many, many customers who, who are all relying on you across but, sectors and across geographies yeah whereas yeah. whereas a defense business is probably the reverse of that, that, yeah. that, that, that if um, talking five or six governments, yeah uh, yeah. Uh, in a good contract, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, which is why um, they can't make these abnormal profits that, that a tech business can. Yeah, and and actually, you know, Charlie Munger, who's well, to, to call him a sidekick is is, is doing a, a disservice. But he's he's uh, you know co-founder or, or co-brain behind Berkshire Hathaway with, with Warren Buffett. He talks about his his two hard pile, which is yes. bu- businesses that that he follows. Uh, but he just can't quite get his head around at the moment and that and yeah. he feels from a risk point of view um, best just it's to meet not an that easy
1: business to understand and then if you ever meet a defense or you know industrial defense analyst they're always incredibly bright aren't they <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah so I, I mean i would say that we don't buy avoiding defense businesses from from the esg angle it's it's so much more nuanced than that and these businesses definitely do need capital we we, we can't just rely on governments to 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 fund uh these these businesses we live in a capitalist society and 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 capitalism needs to back uh investment in in defense technology uh if 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 we're hoping to to you know be be at the lead of that for for decades to come so we we can defend the realm
1: yeah you know it, it all comes down to how you you know um you know Prescribed ESG and and our I think what you know listeners take away is that our point of view is that, that in, in investing in a, in a defensive defense stock is is actually net positive for, for ESG. Mm. Um, but you know we would love to hear your thoughts. And so please do you know drop us a line um, on um, uh, an email on podcast at UK and um, we'd love to hear from you all if you've got any questions. Brilliant, Rory. Well, Fred, thanks so much um and we won't leave it so long next time hopefully we'll be reporting from a slightly uh, cheerier world but who knows yeah absolutely
0: great thanks very much cheerio <laughs>